0: What's up, and welcome into Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and I'm here with Felicity. Felicity, say hi. Hi. Uh, Apparently, I missed National Daughters Day this past weekend, so uh, my daughters were around as I was uh, finishing up editing and recording for this uh, episode today. So I'm letting them be involved in the welcome and the exit of today's show. We had a great show today uh, with John Blevins. We introduced a new game, had some great conversations, shared some big news from his life. We hope that you enjoy it. If you do, uh, as always, subscribe wherever you are listening on podcast or if you are watching on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button and the bell so you don't miss any of our videos. Felicity, say do it. Do it. Yeah, do it, you, you heathens. Say heathens. Heathens. Yeah, do it, you heathens. We hope you all enjoy today's episode. If you do, leave us a comment uh, on YouTube uh, or leave us a review on podcasts. It really would help us out. You're awesome. Say I love you. Bye, yeah. Alright, y'all enjoy today's show. What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is Jonathan Linnae, Bearded Blevins. John, how are you today, my friend?
1: I'm not even mad that you choose to, to use Linnae every time now. You don't you don't even bother switching it to a different one. You just it's Linnae, and now I kinda like it.
0: Well, I mean, that is your middle name. Of course, it's why. Charles,
1: <laughs> Jonathan Charles Linay, Saint Francis of Assisi Blevins.
0: I am I am a big fan of Mama Blevins, Cynthia Blevins. Uh, she did not name your your middle name well. Uh, she's a wonderful woman, but Linay is way better than Charles.
1: Charles is my father's name and his father's middle name and my son's middle name. It's a family
0: name, dude. Tradition. Tradition, tradition. Whose job is it to make a proper home? A quiet home, a a culture home. Who must raise a family and run the home? So Papa's free to read the holy book, the Mama. (laughs) (laughs) It's Fiddler on the Roof. You don't know Fiddler on the Roof? No, but that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of amazing, John, uh, we're starting the show off with a story about you. Uh, We are? What story? Well, uh, it's a... a, (laughs) a private story that you didn't know I was going to share and it's going to embarrass you. I'm just kidding. It's a very public story that you made public last week that I've known about for months because I'm cool. Uh, But you, uh, you, you made a big announcement just a few days ago, Jonathan, Lene Blevins. Uh, What's going on new in your world? (laughs) I did. And let me just preface by saying, first of all, of course we're friends. So you
1: uh, knew about this process. It feels good to be on the Forte Catholic podcast. For the first time as a free man. Oh my I, goodness. That's really
0: how you want to word this, huh?
1: Ah, you know, 14 years of parish ministry. <laughs> um, and, and you know, listen, in all seriousness, of course, I love I love parish ministry and it really is a blessing and way more good than bad for sure. That's a story for another time. But I have parishioners, believe it or not, that listen to your podcast. Um, they they liked they liked, you know, me being on there, and then they liked you, so they listened to all of them. And so I had to always be careful about what I shared, stories I could tell about the parish because, oh, John, is this real? This happened at our parish? Like, I, you know, I just had to be smart now, though. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so I've never even been, really talked a lot about anything I do on the side because I want people. I don't want to give people at the parish the wrong idea that I'm spending more time, you know, doing work on other things because that wasn't the truth. I was just burning myself out. So anyway, I uh, quit my job last week, Taylor.
0: <laughs> you sure did.
1: And I am in between jobs right now. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> technically my my new company, um, Bearded Blevins, if you will. That's the the name of the the LLC. Uh, it it launches this Friday, October first. And so uh, started started a business to kind of a new media business, if you will, to um, stream full time on Twitch um, to to try to find the good in gaming. Um, and uh, you know one of the one of the mottos that we have and that I've had for three and a half years that you know is um i love you god loves you more let's change the world so i partnered up with two friends of mine um a guy named marco and a guy named uh mcclure polo and,
0: uh, oh <laughs> i say that all the time
1: <laughs> and we are the bearded Blevins stream team um and we'll be doing podcasting youtube videos um twitch and, and people are like oh you're just gonna play video games full-time no um we're not we're gonna be doing lots of other content on twitch as well but we will be playing games as part of it um because we're trying to be like the really the first Um, you know, full-time Catholics in the space of Twitch, where it's a growing um, industry. You know, it's projected to be at 55 million users in 2024. Um, And so, yeah, we took the leap. The Lord provided.
0: And here we are. I'm so happy for you, John. And, like, it was this weird thing because, like, you announced it, like, this. I think it was this last Monday. And it was weird because, like, I could see, like, everybody's so happy for you. Like, your whole community is happy for you but it's like you and I celebrated a while ago together and it felt weird. Like I felt like I wasn't a part of the announcement because I wasn't excited for you then. Cause I was excited for you two months ago. <laughs> yeah. It was this weird thing for me where I was like, I feel like I'm left out of the celebration because I got there first.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's funny you say that and it's it's true. I, I get that for sure, but it really still doesn't feel real to me yet. I think it will on Friday um there's but a lot had to happen man to make this like god is good i i really felt like i want was supposed to do this like three years ago but with kids and 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 a wife and school and health insurance i wasn't going to take the risk um and then god provided and so here we are
0: yeah and we're going to get to the god provided thing like that's going to be the main question is like where have you seen god in this but before we get to the main question you have forced me to ask a different question jonathan what what question um, you just, you, you started this whole thing off by saying that you're a free man. And what, what I would like to hear is what's going to change about the John on this, on this show? Like, am I going to like the, the free John more? Am I going to like the free John less? Like what's the difference between free John and, and previous John. And, and, like, you already gave the one example of, like, oh, you couldn't talk about Paris stuff. Like, I, every time on this show that something bad happens at church, I just say, like, the parish that I went to this Sunday. Like, 90% of the time, those stories are the parish that I go to every Sunday. But every yeah. now and then, it's not. So that's how I stay safe. So what what is Free John? How is Free John different than, uh, you know, Ball and Chain John that we've had for years?
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, I tell you what, dude. It's like... It can be very difficult, not impossible, but it can be very difficult to live a healthy and a holy lifestyle while working at a parish. The demands of all those families, like that the families can have on you, and they don't do it on purpose. Um, The demands of the job of a lot of nights and a lot of mornings. And of course, if you're gone in the afternoons, uh, there's judgment from other people who work the nine to five in the parish. And so you feel like you're always on. Um, You always got to be like responding to emails and stuff like that. Um uh, there's there's turnover. and when you're the director of evangelization, you've got to then become the youth minister until they hire a new youth minister. and you know it's, it's so it's just a lot. it can be a lot. so you' solve the turnover
0: won't... problem by being
1: part of the turnover. I love right <laughs> yes yes uh, no, but like I you know I uh it's you hear a lot of people say that one of the first things to go when you work for a parish is your prayer life. now, part yeah. of that's on you. part of that right yeah. part of that is on me for for not uh, you have to make t- like try even harder to make it a priority. So when I say free, I mean like, I'm excited to have a routine that I can stick to every day for the first time in 14 years. Like every day routine, Monday through Friday, not just like every Wednesday or two. Like I had a weekly routine where Monday looked like this and Tuesday like this. Now I can go to daily mass at 630. I can work out at 715. I can take my kid to school and then I can work from nine to three and stream. And then I can be present to my family in the afternoons and into the early evening, and then work a little bit more in the evenings. And so I'm pumped about just the routine of being able to go to mass every single day, work out every single day, eat well, right? You know, bro, you worked in ministry. You know how easy it is to eat a whole pizza
0: after Uh, not eating at all. I've, since working in ministry, I have gained 50 pounds, lost all the hair on my head. My beard has turned gray. My eyes are always puffy. That's working for the church. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it can be, and and it, but I I argue that it doesn't have to be, and so that's part of why, what I mean when it I could say free.
0: also be be marriage or kids. So what that <laughs> might be part of it too, you know?
1: No? Yeah, of course, the stress and COVID. Uh, Uber Eats is not a fun thing. Uh, actually, I love Uber Eats. It's just I need to get it off my phone. I told you that. Taco Bell should not be able to be delivered to your house at 2 a.m.
0: Uh no if you're gonna if you're gonna DoorDash door I'm a DoorDash guy if you are gonna DoorDash like there are better places to do it okay we got to get away from from DoorDash things uh but I I want to know John because you and I have talked about like the mechanics about what's happening and how this is all happening but um I want to know like where have you seen God work in this transition oh before you answer I remember what I was gonna say uh listeners you have to remind me in a month to ask john how well he stuck to that uh, schedule that he set because i don't think it's gonna go very well
1: <laughs> dude you have no i am such a man of routine you should know that about me i'm a creature of habit and so like I, every monday for me for the last year was pretty much the same every tuesday every wednesday every thursday every friday and i went to the gym pretty much all, almost monday through friday for the last six months now i'll be able to just do it all at the same time so you can check in in a month Go ahead, we'll buddy.
0: It. We'll do it. Okay. Where By the way, you God will like Free transition. John more because
1: I'll I'll just be able to speak my mind more. And if you if you talk to me on the phone or text me and you like me still, then you'll like Free
0: John. Uh, you never answer my phone calls. Are you gonna answer the question about God yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I do answer your phone calls. Um, where have I seen God in this so far? I mean, really everywhere. I, we're um, there's been. So I'm trying to think of a specific story I can tell um without revealing things that I probably shouldn't reveal that are just like not maybe public knowledge that I would talk to you about Ah sounds
0: like non-free job <laughs> no, no no no
1: No 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 you know like you wouldn't get into the specifics of your of of your bit of your business of your how do I say this okay how's this ready About about 7 or 8 months ago 9 months ago during covid right kind of a lockdown still in Illinois and most most of, uh, of the rest of the country I met a guy named Father Claydar um, do you know Father Cladar? Have you seen him on social media?
0: Just because of social media, because of you, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, re- so so I'm hanging out, right? For like a week, I'm streaming. It was during, I think it actually might have been even a year ago. It was during paternity leave. So he's he's got nothing to do. There's like ma- no masses happening at this point. So this was a little longer ago. And he's in my chat every day because I'm streaming during the day, because I'm on paternity leave. And so uh, i finally I say, like, who are you, Cladar? And why do you keep showing up in my Twitch chat? Like you're a sub. He was gifting subs. He goes, Well, I'm a I'm a Catholic priest. And I was like, "What? They're like, you, I'm familiar, and so are you, with with Catholic priests joining our Twitch streams and stuff, listening to our podcast. We interacted them a lot on Twitter. Um, but he was a new one, and I was like, "Where'd you come from? He's like, "I saw your Instagram, and I like video games. So we started gaming, and then a couple months later, we start hanging out. Like, he becomes a really good friend, and then a couple months after that, he's like, "Hey, you should really meet these two guys. Well, one of those guys um, was Matt Marcolini, who uh, works in investment banking and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we started playing together. No joke. A week after that. Marco says, John, you should do this full time and you're really good at it. And, and like, God might be calling you this. I said, yeah, I know. But, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. And he's just like, well, let's just make this happen. And that's when we decided to partner together and the dominoes just fell. I mean, we agree with each other on almost everything. Um, for real, like if this none of this stuff would have happened if it wasn't for us meeting, if it wasn't for me meeting Claydark, I wouldn't have met Claydark if I wasn't already doing the stream on the side. Um, and then I've just felt more peace in the last five months as I've transitioned into to this new thing than I have felt in fourteen years. Um, I don't, I'm not worried at all. If it fails, it fails, um, and I'll I'll figure something out. Um, but I really like don't even have a little bit of a doubt that it's going to fail because we're 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 prioritizing prayer. Um, we're prioritizing being you know in this space and taking it seriously. And it's not just like oh let's game and have fun and do nothing and get paid um we're trying to bring people uh, in a kind of a pre-evangelization way specifically on Twitch to God and i think it's going to work.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Like it, it was cool watching this whole thing just kind of unfold, you know, even from my my, you know, my uh my view of it here from from way down in Texas, but um I know one of the things like, I mean, this is one of the things that you're super passionate about. You've been talking about this since we met, right? That you were like, maybe I could do this full time. It just never really worked out. And I know, I mean, one of, I would imagine one of the things you're dancing around, I don't want to get into, but like you, you talked about being able to support your family while doing this, right? And like yeah. that opportunity came up, right? to Where like you're able to to do this full time, which is really cool. Like your passion and something like you said, you put in the work for years doing this on the side, doing it as an extra thing. Like you were dedicated to it, and you had you had your your times that you were doing. It. It's like I, I couldn't do that, you know. Like that, you're essentially like a TV show, It's like every Tuesday and Thursday at seven or what, you know, like whatever it was. But like your dedication, your passion for it, finally met like your primary vocation of like you know providing for your family. Um, and so, yeah, I know you probably don't want to go into that too much, but it's, it was just really cool how. All those things finally came together.
1: Yeah, and and part of that too is like, it, it really seems like God has been setting this up since I would, forever. I would argue, like that this is His plan for me. Um, but specifically in the last four years, like things happened that set me on this path. That if they didn't happen, um, like I wouldn't be in this position, and 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 I wouldn't be. So like recently, I'm like, man, there's people I know in ministry that I'm friends with that I could reach out to about partnerships, sponsorships, those kind of things. And I'm reaching out to people who are like, of course, we're in. Oh, and by the way, I know this guy over here at this ministry, and they're in. And this guy over here in this ministry, and they're in. And it's like, what? Um, It's crazy. And you know what else is crazy, Taylor, is that so many of these ministries have been in the Catholic Church have been thinking about Twitch in the last few years. And nobody's taken the leap. They're all thinking about it. They're all all of them are like, I've wanted to get into this, or we've wondered how we could break this space. And they're like, you could help us. And I'm like, amazing. So it is crazy. And maybe those things like three years ago, when I really wanted to do this full time, maybe those things weren't ready yet. um, And that's why we had to kind of wait and, and be patient and patient. I was,
0: yeah, you did it. And I I just like, like, it's funny because like, obviously this is a huge thing for you. And I have a little example uh, to go along with it of like how, It's always this weird thing that, like, Catholics can't really talk about it because, like, the health and wealth preachers have, like, really destroyed it. You know, like, the the health and wealth gospel is like, oh, if you love God and give us your money, God will bless you and you'll be healthy and wealthy too, right? Like, it's like, no, like, typically, if you give them all your money, they'll be healthy and wealthy and you can fend for yourself. It's typically (laughs) how it is, right? But there's this interesting thing of, like, they've... they have swung the pendulum too far, but that doesn't mean that that isn't true, right? There are I think multiple times in the gospel, like where God says that if you are faithful, he will bless you, whether that's with your time. Like you have you have worked in the church, you've been faithful to that call. And that call is co- you know, coming to an end where you're like, I want to do something that's similar, not completely. You're Obviously still for God and, and you're trying to reach people on Twitch with the gospel, but like you've been faithful with your time, you've been faithful with your money and like trusting that you can, you know, support your family before this, support your family after this. You've been faithful with your prayer. You've been faithful with who you are. And God is blessing that, right? That does, like, it, it, it's not to the point of, like, if you give God a dollar, he's going to give you a million. But, like, at the right. same week that you're having this, um, somebody somebody called me. and I don't want to, like, brag, but this is just a story that happened, right? Somebody called me the other day from a life team camp that I worked at this past summer, she was a wonderful young lady. She's the person that, like picked me up to like from the from the airport, drove me there. We had a great conversation. She's a wonderful young woman, and she reached out to me and like I was a missionary for so long. She's like, hey, can you you know, I'd love to talk to you. Like that whole spiel. Hey, I'd love to talk to you. Ask yeah. you to be on my support team. It's like I know the spiel. I've given the spiel a thousand times. Usually it's like either no or send me the link. Like we don't have to talk. Like I know what you're going to ask me, you know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just send me the link. And like a bunch of people had asked me, like I talked in the show a, little, a while back, like a lot of my former teens are missionaries now. It's like I'm like, I, like financially, I was kind of maxed out on my giving. And I was like, you know what? Like I can't give you a ton because I'm already maxed out on how, how much I'm given per month. But send me your link. And and I'll give you what I can. And like, honestly, it was like 10 bucks a month, which is not a lot. Like I've I've worked as a missionary. It's $120 a year. Like it's not a ton of money. But like, to be honest, John, at the time, I didn't have the $10 a month. Right. The next day, the next day, I got a $1,000 donation that I was not expecting out of nowhere. I got a $500 job out of nowhere that I didn't think I was going to get. And another $50 donation completely out of nowhere. Wow. 1550 uh, $1, dollars out of nowhere, right? So that sounds really health, health and wealth, right? Where it right. was like, where it's like, oh, if you give ten dollars, God will give you fifteen hundred and fifty. It's not the case because I'm gonna give her ten dollars next week, no, next month too, and it's not gonna happen. Like, I'm not, it's not like a, a an exchange rate, but it it was just like a God saying, look, you know, thank you for 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 giving for giving that what you gave. And I'm going to bless you because of that. So, what do you what do you think about that? Like, I, I, obviously, it's like this sticky subject with health and wealth. But like, God's blessing you for your faithfulness. He blessed me with my faithfulness. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I think we're all afraid to talk about it because of people like Joel Olstein, who um, literally, there's a YouTube clip of him out there that's like, "I'm a pastor. I'm not a pastor of the poor. I'm a pastor of the wealthy." And, <laughs> and it's like, what? Like that? That's not what you're saying. If, if people are listening to what you just said, that's not what you said at all. Um, the, you know, it actually, and Sunday's gospel, um, what was crazy. The second reading from James was basically like, James is yelling at people like all you wealthy people that aren't doing right things with your money. You're all going to burn. <laughs> <And> Jesus <laughs> is like, if you're going to sin, cut off your hand, like these dramatic, you know, things about wealth, but, uh, right. There's, it's, it's, re- it's gotta be what you do, what you do with it. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like you and I'm sitting there yesterday or what does it say? Today, today, Monday. Yep. So I'm sitting in the pew yesterday in Wisconsin. Cause I didn't have to wear a mask. Um, that's why I went to Wisconsin. I never answered oh that gosh. tweet. I don't know if you saw it. Um, and I'm just like in the parish at the end, at the end of, at the end of mass, the parish director gets up. She must've been one of four employees in this small Wisconsin parish. And she goes, she, and I don't know why the priest didn't made her do this. She gets up and reads a letter and she's like, we're sending a letter home to every single person in this parish. And if you don't increase your giving um, by quite a bit, we are going to have to make some tough decisions. And I, I'm not kidding you, bro. And this is not arrogant. This is not like, oh, look at me. I seriously was looked at my wife and I said, I, in two years, I'm going to fund this parish. And I like, I, I don't mean that like a, as an arrogant thing. Like, I I want to be able to help people like that. I looked at that woman who's there on a Sunday. I know what it's like to work every single Sunday all day long and have to get up there and say tough stuff. And she was, what she basically said was, I could lose my job if you guys don't help. Yeah. Um, you know, this parish is an hour for me, um, but let's help them. So anyway, that, I digress. But I think I think you're absolutely right. And there's nothing wrong with believing that God blesses those who are faithful.
0: For sure. Porticethic.com slash donate. (laughs) Do it. John, I am so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I've been happy for you for months. But now we can finally talk about it publicly. Um, But we talked about the health and wealth thing, which is a little little, little Christian idiom. I've got another idiotic idiom that we're going to get into right after the break. An idiotic idiom. Idiotic idiom. I came up with that Uh, 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 alliteration for our idiotic idiom. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you ever struggle to integrate your Catholic faith with your day-to-day lifestyle? Have you ever wanted to know more about why we celebrate certain traditions or what the faith teaches about the Bible, social justice, and science? Maybe you're looking for a fresh, engaging, and practical way to learn about the Catholic faith that also feels relevant to you. Of Explores was created with all of this in mind do we have a show for you it's hosted by my friend katie preshawn mcgrady avi explores aims to explore aspects of the catholic faith from a variety of different angles and breaks down their meanings and importance for everyday catholics uh, each series features top guests from around the catholic world uh, excluding me which is why this is a top-rated podcast uh gaffigan gary zimmick father john burns meg hunter kilmer Leah darrow mark hart and more And you want to know the best part? It's all free! That's right. You heard it right. Check out Aave Explores podcast wherever you find your podcasts. We are wrapping up right now, or they are wrapping up right now. Uh, I say we because I listen to it all the time. Um, The Scripture Series. So check it out right now, Aave Explores, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Aave Explores, everyday faith for everyday people. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Jonathan Charles III Blevins. The third. <laughs> the I'm third. not the third. Well, it's funny. I just wanted to put, like, the suffix in the middle, because <laughs> then it's not a suffix anymore. John III Blevins. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I, I always wanted to, like, name a kid, like, the eighth, even, but, like, have it be the first name. But you didn't, name. right? I have not. Do you know why you didn't?
1: Why? Because everything happens for a reason.
0: Oh my gosh, John. Everything. I I hate that so much. I hate that so much. I hate that so much too. I, I, I hate it for two reasons. One, because, uh, I hate that phrase. Two, you, you, I showed you the show prep, and you just pulled a Liv Harrison and 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 uh, presented the topic before I could. <laughs> I did the
1: transition. I've wanted to do that on the show for a while. Here we are. Look at me paying well, attention.
0: You did it. I'm so glad I gave you one sentence of show prep for that. That's that's a lie. I texted you earlier, so you just didn't read it. No, I, told I read you it. I responded. Idiotic idioms. That's kind of a theme today. Um, Everything happens for a reason. I have seen it so much. Um, I saw like where I got frustrated with it most recently was in. um, It's like when bad things happen to people, and like people are posting about it, like on Facebook comments or you know Twitter responses or you know social media stuff, right? It's like something bad happens, and they're like, you know, oh, I lost my job, and they're like, everything happens for a reason. It's just like. It's it frustrates me so much because it's just like, I mean, you're trying to be just dis- encouraging, but it's ulti- like to me, I read it as discouraging. You're like, oh, so you're putting this on God like I lost my job or I lost my, you know, somebody passed away and that or, or somebody's on drugs and you're putting that on God. That's not how God works. It frustrates me to no end.
1: It, yeah, bro. There's I'll never forget the story because this story is when I actually realized how much I hate the everything happens for a reason thing. There was a story, horrible tragedy of this family. I want to say it was a husband and wife and they're like seven kids driving through Wisconsin in, near Milwaukee and a deer just jumps out in front of them, goes through the windshield, kills like 90% of the family. Wow. And I, I was like, I don't, I don't know why, but my, my first reaction was, well, that didn't happen for a reason. Like, <laughs> like there's no reason for that. Right. Um, and then I got into a conversation with someone about it. And yeah, I, I cannot stand that phrase that everything happens for a reason. I don't think it does. I think God, here's the thing. I think God can take anything, right? And bring good from it. So I believe that. Like I could I right. believe someone, you know, saying like, "Hey, it's the worst thing in the world to lose a child." I, I can't imagine. It. I fear it every day. Probably my biggest fear. That's what I tell my spiritual director at least. Um something bad happening to my to my kids. Um and I but I could see like God using something like that to bring about blessings. But he's certainly not out there, like, okay, you know what? The this deer is going to hit this family right here. Um, but this, but I'm going to raise up this uh, four year old who's going to be the only one to live. And everything happens for a reason. No shot, right?
0: right. Exactly. No shot. A good God cannot will evil, right? A, a good God cannot will evil. He could permit it to happen, like we, you're thinking, like the story of Job, right? He didn't will the evil, but it, but he could per- permit it to happen. Uh, uh, even like the crucifixion. Like he he allowed that to happen, and that ultimately, you know, it was it looks like evil, but it was actually ultimately a good right because God, uh, you you quoted scripture right? God makes all things work together for the good of those who love Him right? Ooh, so, sing it. Uh, you make all things work together for my good. I love that. <laughs>
1: I'm not kidding. I unironically love that verse. Uh, the, that mama,
0: the mama, the mama tradition. Yes. It's a sitting episode today. Um, So God could take terrible things and use them for good, even in in the worst tragedies, right? And like, again, I probably wouldn't say this to the seven-year-old that's left with the family, right? It's it's probably not the most encouraging thing to say at the moment, which is like when, it's, it's the other thing too, it's a timing thing. Like, don't say everything happens for a reason for that kid. Like, come on now, like that's ridiculous. But like, God can take horrible tragedies and use them for good. Like think of like all the saints, like there are tons of saints who were like all the virgin martyrs. Most of them were either about to be taken advantage of or were in a situation like that. And God took a terrible situation and used it for good. They're saints and they're, you know, like our, our role models now, the crucifixion, uh, uh like the <laughs> martyrs of all the apostles, <laughs> except for what? Like, you know, he took all of those things and used them for good, but that doesn't mean any of that was willed, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, you, as
1: you were talking, I started thinking about, uh, like, regrets. That's another idiom that I hate. I hate when people are like, have no regrets. It's like, really? You don't regret ever when you were a jerk to someone? Uh, anyway, back I to – I don't, but
0: that's that's what says more about me than other people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I just gave this huge rant in a talk recently about regrets and that we are, should have some. We shouldn't dwell on them necessarily, but we can learn from them. Um, but, I, yeah, I think everyone should have regrets. Anyway,
0: if, o- if only you had listened to last week's show, John, and could have connected that to our regret segment from last week.
1: You had a regret segment last week.
0: We did. Allison and uh, so you- I talked about regrets. You Is that where you got
1: this idea of everything happens for a reason?
0: Yeah, I mean, the shows have some kind of thread through them every now. Dude, and then. Dude, you're
1: doing a great job. I just want to affirm you. You're oh, doing a great you. job. Thank you. But, but, but back to what we we're talking about. This whole like, I hate the platitude thing, right? Like, it's just like I, that's what we do all the time as Christians. I, I, I see it less now. Maybe that's just because I have a lot of like Catholic, like strong Catholic friends. Um, and so they don't say those things like everything happens for a reason anymore. My, but what really helped and healed me a lot uh, and what I le- remind people of kind of often is that when Jesus lost his friend Lazarus, um, he didn't go to the sister and be like, everything happens for a reason. Right. right? He, he he wept first. Right. Um, and then he was raised him from the dead. But like he wept, that whole like Jesus weeping thing. Like when we're sad, Jesus isn't just buddy Jesus like cheering us up. Um, like he can cry with us. He doesn't, he, he's sad. He feels our pain, um, feels our hurts. Uh, and so that really means a lot to me. And I think that would mean a lot more to that seven-year-old to let them. Hey, Jesus is with you for sure. And he's sad too. Um, you know, and anyway, I just think that does a lot more for our mental health.
0: Yeah, for sure. John, I have two favorite Bible verses. One's in the old Testament and one is in the new Testament. Do you okay. have any, any idea what my favorite verses are? John three sixteen. 16. Uh, no, but it's in John that uh, was a good guess,
1: though, bright, because you're from Texas.
0: I tell you what, boy, for God's sake, it's so in every stadium that the game is on the sun. That so, whoever shall believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect.
0: Uh, what about is it? Is it my tattoo? John chapter one. Uh, no, but uh, you're getting colder. John 10, 10. Okay. He, he came to have so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. To the, and the have other it to one. The full abundantly i'm a big fan to of the the abundance full. <laughs> um and the other one's in genesis any idea in genesis i bet
1: it's the proto evangelium genesis 3 15 or 16.
0: no but good guess dang it, it. Is, uh genesis 50 20 it's a story oh. of, of of joseph and his brothers so mm. joseph like they they did evil to him. They took their brother that they were jealous of. They beat him. They, they they put they threw him into a hole. They were trying to kill him. One guy was like, "I'll be the good person." The story. Let's not kill him. Let's sell him into slavery, and he's the hero somehow. You know, like, but he keeps him alive. They sell him into slavery. Everybody knows how the story goes. He he goes in, he's in jail. He has dreams. He becomes the second most powerful person in in Egypt. And now here they are, and their brothers come back. And he, this is the moment where he's revealing to his brothers that he is their brother. They don't even recognize him. It's been so long. They thought he was dead. They, you know, left for dead, whatever. Um, and he says, "What you did, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good." Right? It's the same. It's the same idea. Right? Like it doesn't take away that what the brothers did. They used their free will to do something tremendously evil. Right? And just because God used their evil and used it for good because Joseph saved the lives of th- you know hundreds thousands maybe even more people because of the famine only only he was he was the only one that saw it coming and prepared for it so God used that evil for good and Joseph was able to forgive these guys but it doesn't take away the impact of what evil was done right so that's yeah. that's a, that's an important thing for me because like evil things happen to us all the time. We can all think of things that's like, this bad thing has happened to me. And, like, that was evil. God did not will that. It, because of people's free will, that thing was allowed to happen. Now, as we try to find healing from it, like, God can use that for good. Like, you know, like, uh, one example is, like, you know, God didn't will that anybody's a crackhead. But oftentimes people use people who were addicted to substances to be, right. the, like, Alcoholics Anonymous or the, you know, uh, Cocaine Anonymous leaders. Right? Because yeah. they know... They know that world. They know what it feels like, and they're able to kind of help them out. So what do you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. once we've been healed, we can,
1: I think help others heal for sure. So I think that's, I think that's great. And, and it, I, th- this is actually what brings, it makes me think about your, I know you're joking. You're like, check in in a month. And I'll see how he's doing. Like the reason that oh, yeah. I'm, that, that I'm working out and that I'm prioritizing daily mass is that, um, I do believe that, that, that evil does not want what you're doing, Taylor, like the devil does not want you to do what you're doing. He certainly doesn't want me and what we're, what the, my partners to do what we're about to do. Um, and so I have to, um, right, to like guard my heart and to um, pray and to fast and to just like make sure that uh, this doesn't blow up in our face um, so that God can use it and not have to, not have to use something evil uh, to use it for something good. I'm going to try to avoid that part.
0: Well, good. I I, I sure hope so. (laughs) Thank you. And and I hope neither of us blow up in the uh, physical means. So hopefully that working out stays on schedule. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) All right, so guys, so um, two things. One, kind of a silly one, send us some of your idiotic idioms. We might talk about them uh, in a future show that that host probably won't have listened to this one, and I can connect it somehow and make fun of them at that point. (laughs) Um, But also, like, you know, I I think this could be one of the harder places – in, in Christianity, because we all have things that like we, where we were really hurt at some point, right? Really hurt by somebody else. And a lot yeah. of times, even, even if we know the truth, we can be like, God, how did you let that happen? Right, like that's a it's a real and honest question, and like that that's a question that we need to work through. And, but then also being able to ask the next question of God of being like God, God first, I, I want healing, and then how, like what, where are you in all of this? Where where are you, and where can we go together? Um, how can God use something that was e- evil that was done to you, and ultimately use it for for your good first, yeah. and then maybe even the good of those around you? So it's just something to pray about. This week Um, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to have that was a a little bit of a heavier uh, topic. We're going to have a light topic to to close out the show. Would you say we're going
1: to kill some time? What? Or is that a dumb idiom?
0: You're you're a dumb idiot. Is that an idiom? (laughs) Killing time? You're a dumb idiot. Leave me alone. I'm trying to Dang it. You ruined my transition in. Now you're ruining my transition out. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever we come back, John and I are going to decide together which sport God loves the most. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) Want to get away? That's a slogan that I just made up that no one's ever used before. Um, Well, our friends over at Select International Tours can help you get away. And go on a tremendous pilgrimage. We've got a couple of them ready for you to, to sign up for today. The Modern Catholic Pilgrimage and walk the Camino, Centi- uh, Camino de Santiago in Spain. That's one of my bucket list items that I would love to do in my life. This pilgrimage route is traversed by hundreds and thousands of pilgrims every year. It's so beautiful that many return for a second trip. You get uh, a taste of the entire route by walking the final legs. Get your pilgrim s- certificate at Santiago de Compostela. Uh, this one happens July 23rd through August 2nd. Uh, the third trip, or I guess this second trip. That's, I'm not very smart. Uh, the second trip is a pilgrimage to learn more about the English martyrs and Catholic literary heroes of the UK. This one takes place on May 31st to June 10th, and those are both in 2022. So head on over to fortecatholic.com tours to get more information and sign up today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Jonathan the Eighth Blevins. We're going to be chatting here to close out our show. Uh, We're going to try to decide together. This isn't a contest. We're going to try to do something together this time, John. We've competed enough over the last couple times that you've been on the show. I want us to decide which sport our God loves the most. So we're going to go through some of them. I have some ideas. You have some ideas We're going to go, like, pros and cons through, like, some of the major sports, okay? Uh, So, for example, like, I want to start with, like, where this one came – where this came from, this whole idea for this segment, I was actually sitting in adoration <laughs> and this came to me. This So if this gives you any insight into what my, my, my prayer life looks like. Dear I'm, Jesus, <laughs> what is your favorite sport? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't that. I was thinking about numbers a lot, John. I was thinking about numbers because it was just kind of like a theme of the evening that like, you know, 40 and three and seven and all these biblical numbers kept getting brought up. And so I was thinking about like, I had just been like uh, like a, a, a tennis movie had come up. Like the Venus and Serena's dad is going to be played by Will Smith. Like this is a m- new movie that's going to come out. So tennis was on my mind. So those two things combined for me while I was in adoration. And I started thinking about like, God must love tennis. And tennis isn't one of my favorite sports. But here's why More God must love be. tennis. Um, God loves confusing math. So, like, three persons in one God. Like, that's confusing math, right? So, here you have tennis, where the scoring is uh, love, which means zero, zero, love, 15, 30, which 15 plus 15 is 30, and then 40, which is 10 more for no reason, and then... And then advantage. So you have you have a word that starts it, love. You have a word that ends it, advantage, if you get into that tie. And then you have a 15, a 30, and a 40. So it's confusing numbers. So I kind of think that God would appreciate that because he likes confusing numbers as well.
1: The, I like that. It just makes me think of this amazing TikTok I saw where this British guy tries to make fun of all these things that we do in America, including our language. And he's trying to explain to someone else, like, how to write down the rules for Dennis. <laughs> he's like, right? <laughs> all right, zero. He's like, love. What? <laughs> zero. Love. Okay. 15, 30. And then 45. 40.
0: 40. <laughs> I, I've good. seen that TikTok. I know exactly it's, what you're talking it's about. It's one of my favorites.
1: So, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a stretch to say that God loves complicated math.
0: God does love complicated the math. The Trinity thing. Fine. We're going to pause. I'll give you that. I, I'm, I'm going to quiz you, John. Are you ready for this? Oh, please don't. I'm going to. And you can't. I'm really bad about. at math. So uh, what do you think he thinks about basketball? Uh, I'm going to quiz you. We're going to pause. So uh, there are some like perfect numbers or popular numbers in the scriptures. This is going to be our yeah. little teaching segment. Why is why is three a perfect number in the Bible, Jonathan?
1: Three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three, the Holy Family. Jesus, yep. Mary, and Joseph. Stop the cussing. The <laughs> three wise men. The, okay. You know? The, the, yeah, good.
0: You know? Okay. I, I figured you'd get that one. The next question is a little bit harder, and then the next one is, like, expert level. I don't want to do this.
1: I have, not, I have a number, master's in theology. I'm not gonna get, about four. to get embarrassed.
0: Number four, John. Why is the number four considered a perfect number in the Bible? Why
1: is the number four considered a perfect number in the Bible? I don't know.
0: Okay, because f- three is the perfect number in heaven. So, like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like you're saying, the Trinity, yeah, yeah. right? Four is the perfect number on earth, like the four horsemen, the four winds, the four seasons, the four, uh, you know, like, north, north, south, the east, four west, gospels, the four, the four directions, the four gospels. Like, four is the perfect number on earth. So now, here's the expert one, but now that you know the answer to three and four, I'm going to give you a hint. Why is seven a perfect
1: number uh seventh day he rested creation story
0: i'm sure there's more there it's a, it's the com it's it's what's three plus four seven seven so if three is the perfect number in heaven and four is the perfect number on earth seven is earth the per- and heaven coming together mass Mass. And so that's why you seven, should go to s- that's
1: why you should go to 7 a.m. mass.
0: No, 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 no. Go to four PM mass. <laughs> <laughs> that's on Earth. <laughs> but that's just that's everybody's math lesson for the day. Uh, heaven and earth come together at mass. Um speaking of threes and sevens, there's another sport that I think you like that has threes and sevens in its score. Football. Yeah. I, I like I, I think that's a point for it right there. You got threes, you got sevens.
1: Oftentimes ten is a number 10 commandments, uh, right. Field goal plus a touchdown. You
0: if know. you get four field goals, it's 12 and it's four and three making another biblical perfect number for the disciples. <laughs> See, so I didn't think, I didn't think
1: you're going to use a math to get to your answer on God's favorite sport, but I'm liking where this is going. Unpredictable Football is clearly God's favorite sport.
0: Why? So why do you say that?
1: First of all, we're supposed to rest on Sunday, right? Now it's a sacrifice that priests make for us by not resting on Sunday because they they're doing mass. Uh it's a sacrifice the Lord allows football players to make as well so that the rest of the world can sit back and relax and watch football. Uh so clearly it's his favorite. Listen, we have the we have all these Catholic schools with football teams, okay? We have the Saints, the New Orleans Saints. Are you kidding? Like literally has to be God's favorite team. Hates me I hate to say that as a Lions fan. Uh, But yeah, he he loves football. God hates the Lions. That's been
0: obvious throughout their history. I don't want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) But there's nothing better. There's nothing better than waking up in the morning, making a beautiful breakfast for your family, spending some time together, making sure you're fasting, go to mass together as a family, come home, and then just watch football and hang out and throw the football around, grill some food. It's just the best way to enjoy Sunday.
0: What about this, John? Because Sunday is supposed to be a day of rest. I've got an argument against it. What if my Sunday becomes pretty uh, I'm not sure if I'm resting or I'm being lethargic and a sloth because there are Sundays where I will literally just sit there and like, yeah, my family's in and out. But like I'm just laying there like all day watching football. What's so can God love football if it gets in the way of my faith and my lethargy? I mean, as long as you're are you going to mass yeah, most of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, if are you inviting your children to watch with you? I mean, like, like I have to do Super scores now, so that's kind of a different thing. But uh, working on squares, Sunday,
0: boom.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> without that, though, like, I, like if, if I didn't do Super scores, my son would watch like like my oldest would watch seventy five percent of the games with me that day. Jody would watch the Lions game, so there's thirty percent of that day. <laughs> uh, okay. So as long as I think, as long as you're, you know, you're not over indulging yourself in a bunch of food and drink, but you're resting. That's yeah, you're supposed to rest. You're not even supposed to take a certain number of steps back in the day, you know. That's not what my app, my
0: iPhone says. It's like, get your, up! Your fatty. iPhone <laughs> is, is Protestant. Um, let's let's look at uh, let's look at baseball. Baseball has a good argument. Big- no, nope, baseball is God's least favorite sport. I don't think so. Baseball, a huge fan of tradition. There are a bunch of uh, unwritten rules in baseball, mm. which is like small T traditions, like in the Catholic church. There are like big traditions and then small T traditions. Um, it's long and boring, which is what a lot of people say, like Catholicism and the masses. I think there are a lot of unwanted parallels with baseball, but I think it like, God loves his church. The church unwanted is Unwanted parallels like a bunch of scandals. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I bang trash cans in mass every now and then, you know, Um, I mean, some could say that you could say that, you know, the banging trash cans is just like at the Epiclesis when somebody's ringing bells. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Like Jesus is here. The bells are ringing. The fastballs coming. The the cans are being beat on. Like, you know, same thing.
1: Uh, Here's why God does not love baseball. Baseball is far too long. Not just the game itself. And I'm getting back. I'm getting actually very much into baseball this year. Uh, And also I'm really starting to love all sports. Huge hockey fan. All sports, in, in hockey, all sports matter. Going all sports. But with with baseball, uh, the too long of a season. Man, there's only like a hundred plus games, and that means that 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 those dudes are are away from their families all the time, uh, which is just not great for the vocation of family. So,
0: okay. Um, <laughs> what about uh, uh, basketball? Basketball team team sport. Uh, I think there's some drawbacks with basketball. It's very individualistic when the church. Don't forget about about the Hail
1: Mary for football, but continue with basketball.
0: Uh, Okay. Okay. Let's stick to basketball. Uh, A lot of team sports. uh, A lot of, uh, a lot of people like, you know, imitating the players and wanting to be like the players. Like that could be a bad thing. It could be a good thing. If you have good role model, shows what a good role model can be. Shows what a bad role model can be. Um, Competition. Everybody loves good competition. Everybody loves a good sweat. What do you think? Seasons too long, great sport, bad for the family. Bad for the family, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) What about what about? I don't think there are. I love basketball. I don't think there are many arguments for basketball. I really don't. Like, I think there are better arguments for a lot of the other sports. Here's one that I'm not a huge fan of, and I don't think you are either. But I think it has a big. I think it has a big a a big reason to. You you talked about. um, We talked about the poor and the rich earlier. The, the the sport of the world is soccer everybody can play soccer like rich poor a, a lot of these sports have a barrier of entry like basketball you need a court and a, and a ball you need more people uh you know football it, you need all the equipment and all this stuff um baseball you know a little bit more but you like bats and gloves like soccer like the, the poorest countries in the world can play soccer like we see at the world cup like some of the like third world countries are are really good at it so uh, there it's the world sport everybody can play it it is the world's most popular sport so you would think like oh maybe god, god loves it a lot yeah, of his people play it what it's do you like think about the soccer?
1: universal sport
0: yeah it's say. the catholic sport <laughs>
1: I, I like the argument for soccer. I'm a little offended that you didn't know that I almost played soccer in college. So I'm a huge soccer fan. I'm not a huge MLS fan, but I love and I, and I can't get into like European soccer because it's just the so you're not weird. a soccer fan. Yeah, no, like I said. huge fan of Team USA. And and I, I have not missed a, a men's or women's USA soccer game in
0: 12 years. Well, they've played um, so, in like three before they got eliminated. So that's not saying they're alive
1: uh, right now. <laughs> the, they're, come, stop it. So I love soccer, and I think that I think you might change my mind from football to soccer. It's the universal sport. I love that, and a lot of a lot of soccer players, especially in the national national soccer players, are are Catholic.
0: Yeah, and a lot of you know Hispanic and European, like that very Catholic places. I, I think there's a good argument for it, which is interesting because, like, I often love things that God might not love as much. So, like, I love football and basketball. I'm not a huge fan of soccer, but I think I'm being challenged here because the more I think about it, like, I really like the math thing for tennis. Like, that's the funniest answer, I think, for me. But I'm leaning towards soccer. So here's what I want to do. I want to go through. Oh, you know what we didn't mention? Um, hockey gonna, or UFC? I'm, I'm just going to throw it out. Uh, UFC can't be it. It's way too violent. Uh, hockey, it's 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 cold and uh the whole thing of like hell freezing over, like hell is cold for me. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's the fiery Gehenna. And I'm like, no, I live in Texas. I could stand the heat. I can't stand the cold. Like my hell, if I have to go there, is going to be very, very, very cold. So I'm not a fan of, of, of hockey. It's too violent. Everybody loses their teeth. God's a big fan of teeth. Uh, so not hockey. <laughs> God's a big fan, of teeth. <laughs> big, fan. <laughs> big fan, big fan. Uh, so let's start eliminating some, John. Let's, I think we can kind of decide together. What do you, what do you want to eliminate first? We can eliminate basketball. Okay, we're, we're eliminating basketball. I'm fine with that. Uh, my next suggestion, I'm going to eliminate – let's eliminate uh, hockey. Is that cool with you?
1: I do love hockey. It's a top three sport for me, but I'm okay eliminating it because it wouldn't uh, well, be God's favorite. Well,
0: uh, we haven't gotten a good argument for hockey yet. Why, why do you think God would like hockey? Well, I think
1: he just would be entertained by it. It's very fun, Um, the but, I, but I'm but i not going to fight for hockey. I don't think that would be God's favorite sport.
0: Okay, we're getting rid of hockey. Uh, We've mentioned – uh, so i think what what do you think are our top four soccer baseball football and tennis i think that's where we're at did i miss any yeah but i wouldn't i'd pr- honestly i'd probably put badminton ahead of tennis no that or no, no, because you said it wrong say it again badminton spell it b a d m i n t o n Okay, you spelled it correctly, but I think Ooh. you said you said it with two T's. <laughs> badminton. Badminton. Ba- badminton. Anyway, I think you're God would to, love you're badminton. You're starting to talk, knock like me down there, John. I'm rubbing up right, on you, sir. Uh, I just the, the confusing math thing is is hilarious to me. Um, I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna eliminate. We we could argue all day. You, you don't like baseball. I think God would love baseball because of the slowness and the tradition. I think I think it's very similar to the Catholic Church baseball. So let's let's get it rid of tennis because it's kind of the silly one. Are we cool with yeah. that? You didn't like that. Yeah. So our our top three are football, baseball and soccer. Where are you yeah. sitting on on our rankings right now?
1: i will probably go football one, soccer two, baseball three. And my reason for keeping football one instead of soccer, even though I love the universal aspect of it, is that football like the football, more at least in America for sure, more than any other sport, can bring a group of people from all different backgrounds together around around a team. Um, obviously, it's a it's a an absolute crazy money machine. Um, you know, but you look at like what the Super Bowl did for Detroit when Detroit hosted the Super Bowl, or what it did for Indianapolis, which still has restaurants open from when they had the Super Bowl years ago. Um, it boosts the economy. You look at the World Series and what the World Series did, uh the Cubs won for Chicago. I think the two weeks after that were like the least violent weeks um, you know, of that entire year. So I I, I like what f- uh, I just brought up baseball for that. But um if the, imagine if the Bears won the Super Bowl right now, what that could do to the city <laughs> I don't, of Chicago. I,
0: I, people know that I have a huge imagination. Even I can't imagine the Bears winning the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I can't say Bears. One but I, you know, so I'm gonna say yesterday. football. <laughs>
0: football i think can help change the world more i'm i'm going to argue with you and i'm actually going to use your argument for soccer i think i think what you made was a great argument talking about bringing people together and rooting things. i think soccer does that more on like the world level like the world cup and and uh, and like the olympics and all those things like having entire countries Like, I'm not even a soccer fan, and I'll watch during World Cup and those sorts of things. Bringing, like, literally the whole world together. Like, yeah, football, like, it's mostly an American thing, right? Um, Soccer, bringing all these people together, like, you know, the the economics of it, it's it's more of a global thing. Um, And I, I think you brought up money which which is interesting like i think football a negative is it's more commercialized than soccer soccer you like i'm not as big of a fan of soccer so it's weird that i'm arguing for this i love watching football way more but soccer like there's no commercials like it just breaks all the way through and then there's a halftime and there's some commercials at halftime but it's just like what is it 60 minutes 45 minutes What, what are the halves i don't know yeah 45 minutes 90 minute games yeah 45 minute halves and they just play straight through right um less commercialized i think it brings more people together i think it's the world's game i think that makes it a little bit more catholic so, so that's my, my rankings I mean, my rankings right now john are actually baseball or sorry not baseball uh soccer baseball and then football it's interesting you said i mean the
1: soccer is the only sport in the world that i know of where in some places around the world they're literally killing players for messing up and, and like the fans like physically fight in england and and in places in Europe. Oh yeah, well, I, because which,
0: no American fans ever fight. In the not like
1: that, dude. <laughs> not not like t- giant gangs of people marching down the street, running into each other. Like you see fights in stadiums and stuff, one on one, three on three. We're talking about like massive groups of people that hate everyone else. It's not like
0: that with football. So football, baby, number one. All right. Well, we're going to disagree. So we're going to hail we're gonna, Mary. We're going to do our. We're going to do our. Uh, we're going to do our top three uh santa maria that's my soccer one uh so my top three this is what i'm sticking with i'm sticking with not what i like the most because i would go football too but what god likes the most i'm gonna go with soccer because of its universality and all the other things i said baseball primarily because of tradition it's very much like the church and then football for all the reasons that you said and you said what football football soccer baseball because of scandals, which I think is hilarious. So, yep, scandals. Uh, <laughs> too much like the church sometimes. So, let us know what you guys think. Let us know uh, what your top three are on social media. You can tag us. At, that's at Bearded Blevins, at Forte Catholic, or at Taylor Schroll. Um, let us know. Uh, this was fun. I, I enjoyed it, John. Uh, we were trying to do it together. We mostly did it together until the end because you and I have to disagree on something every episode. It's, it's in our contract. So <laughs> well, that's the show today, John. Thank you. We did it. That was fun, man. Good to be here. I'm proud of you. Everybody go check out Bearded Blevins on Twitch, on on all the social medias. Go give him a follow on on YouTube, all the things, because he is now doing this full time. We're so happy for him. I'll be back next week. See ya. See ya. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening to today's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, leave us a comment, especially on that sports thing. What sport do you think God loves the most? Um, this is Maggie. Say hi. Hi. Uh, as as I said at the beginning, I miss National Daughters Day. So this is my uh, way of including them in my life <laughs> here professionally. Maggie said she was embarrassed to be on. Why are you embarrassed? Because I'm on the show. Because you are on the show. But you 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 said you're embarrassed, but you got you got really jealous when when Felicity was on. And you said you had to be on. So are you embarrassed or excited? Excited. Okay, good. We hope that you guys enjoyed today's show. Uh, if you want to help me feed my kids, you can always do that by donating to our nonprofit that pays for us to live at ForteCatholic.com/slash/donate. Say donate, please. Donate, please, please. We got another. (laughs) I'm not the only forte one in the house. This is our introvert. We hope that you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll be back next week.
1: Bye. Bye.